0: Beloved, as we stand on the threshold of 2021, those of us who have a passion for the prophetic word of God and carry within their hearts a strong calling as watchmen on the wall cannot help but be deeply stirred with the dramatic prophetic indicators that even in the midst of the many last days' doubters are flashing their be-ready warnings. For with 2021 upon us, we truly are closer yet. And as we seek validation to this prophetic reality, and for the sake of avoiding the sand trap of man's opinions, let us please reason together with the Holy Spirit as a referee and His unadulterated Word of Truth as the criteria upon which we will base our conclusions. We'll start with a recap of the top ten Bible prophecy stories of 2020, compiled by Jan Markell of Olive Tree Ministries. But before I share her commentary, allow me to lay a scriptural foundation upon which all the other facts I will be sharing with you will be held. Scripture is very clear that the children of God, meaning those who have been born again of His Spirit, are no longer of this world and its systems. This truth was confirmed by the Living Word Himself as He prayed to the Father in John chapter 17 and verses 16 to 17. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Thy word is truth. Therefore, we are to live out our physical lives in the earth by the Spirit of God within us, leading, guiding, and instructing us along the way. His word is to be our final authority that overrides every other worldly mindset and all the plans of man. For it must be understood that it is Lucifer, the small-g God of this world, who is leading these unredeemed ones in their many man-centered and worldly ambitions. It is all part of his plan to take over the world completely and to gain the worship of all people on earth. And he is very shrewd and dedicated in this demonic effort. These are not opinions, beloved. It is all documented in God's word. It is also documented that we, as God's legitimate offspring, are to be separate from the world in our thinking and in our actions. In 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and verses 14 to 18, it is written, Do not be bound together with unbelievers, for what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness, or what fellowship has light with darkness, or what harmony has Christ with Belial? or what has a believer in common with an unbeliever? Or what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. Just as God said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord. And do not touch what is unclean. And I will welcome you, and I will be a father to you. And you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. Sadly, that separateness has been greatly lost among the Laodicea arm of Christianity, and in fact it has been replaced with a false unity through such erroneous teachings as the social gospel, universalism, and kingdom-now philosophies. But while these demonically orchestrated deceptions continue to lure many named Christians into doubting the nearness of the Lord's coming, or the reality that a new world order is being fashioned as we speak, The unadulterated word of God clearly confirms that there is only an allotted portion of time before the end of the age will bring down the curtain on the dispensation of grace and the world will enter into a great tribulation that will be more horrific than anything man has ever known as the holy and righteous judgment of God befalls an unbelieving world. The culmination of these things will include the church being taken up to meet Jesus in the air, the revealing of the man of lawlessness coming into power, and the globalized empire he will for a time rule over. These are scriptural realities, beloved, no matter how much some may try to allegorize them. They are substantiated by God's word with the Holy Spirit's interpretation as its seal, and therefore is settled in heaven by him. And with these truths in place, please allow me now to share Jan Markell's summation of the top 10 Bible prophecy stories of 2020, in view of 2021, which will surely bring us even closer to the fulfillment of God's prophetic word of truth. She writes, Number 1. The Decline of America There is really no end-time power mentioned in the Bible, other than a revived Roman Empire, from which the Antichrist will be headquartered. Thus, prophecy watchers have always known that America must decline. In 2020, we have watched capitalism come under attack and socialism and globalism be heralded. Some progressive but deluded political leaders are even hailing Marxism, including many on the Biden team. Number two, the rise of lawlessness, anarchy, and the spirit of Antichrist. We see unbridled lawlessness in Matthew 24 and parts of Revelation, although the context of both is in the tribulation period. However, even now, we see tribulation events yet to come, casting a long shadow on the church age. Here in America, literally all hell is breaking loose, and our republic and rule of law are disintegrating right before our eyes. At the root of this is the spirit of the Antichrist. Number 3. Peace Efforts in the Middle East People can debate the practicality of these events, and should America and Europe even intrude on Israel with peace efforts. Nonetheless, they are setting the stage, as more countries join them, for the final false peace treaty that will be orchestrated by the Antichrist. As these things unfold, I am reminded of the haunting words in Jeremiah 6.14, where it is written, while they are seeing peace and safety, then the destruction will come. Number four, increasing attacks on Christians, Christianity, churches, etc. Thanks to COVID-19, churches and Christianity in general became gross inconveniences in 2020. Churches were either shut down or marginalized starting in March. Christians in America were harassed and even arrested for wishing to just practice their faith and meat for worship. But believers in the Mideast and Africa were slaughtered by the thousands. Jesus said a day was coming when we would be hated for his name's sake. Number five, growing apostasy and wolves among the flock. Sound biblical preaching is fading, with a rise in the love for experience, emotion, and unsound doctrine. There is even the love of the doctrine of demons warned of in First Timothy 4 1. The false new apostolic reformation continues to surge, while the Marxist critical race theory continues to infiltrate both churches and seminaries. And I interject here, beloved, that this false propaganda is the view that the law and legal institutions are inherently racist, and that race itself, instead of being biologically grounded and natural— is a socially constructed concept that is used by white people to further their economic and political interest at the expense of people of color. And while there is certainly racism and injustice that can be found in all races, the MCR theory has taken prejudice to such an extreme that it negates all fairness to individuals based on personal merit to a preference-based scale that is weighed on half-truths or no truth at all. And at the same time, Bible prophecy has vanished from most pulpits, as well as support for Israel. Number six, pre-tribulation birth pangs. The worst of the birth pangs will take place in the tribulation period. However, we are seeing a foreshadowing of these horrors, even now in the church age. Natural disasters are unprecedented globally. The destruction is heart-wrenching to watch, and the suffering is unspeakable. This reality will increase to such a level in the Great Tribulation that what is happening now is minuscule in comparison. But the stage is being set, and all of the earth is groaning. Number seven, the continued and rapid decline of our culture. Everywhere we look, evil is being called good. Aberration is celebrated. Netflix seemed to honor pedophilia with its Cuties feature film and California passed pro-pedophilia legislation, removing felony status with minors. Today's character of mankind is outlined in Romans 1 and 2 Timothy 3, and it is all predicted for a final generation. And again I interject, beloved, that the world, and even much of the Church as well, has become so desensitized that we can watch half or completely naked people doing unthinkable things in the popular movies of our time while pornography is more prevalent than ever, having entrapped many men and women of God. Witchcraft is also on the rise and being celebrated in the many books and movies that enthrall children and adults alike. To say we have become desensitized to God's holy standard is indeed a gross understatement. Number 8. The Rise of a Strong Delusion So much delusion arose in 2020 that it is incalculable. What thinking person wants all police abolished? Or destroys the economy over a virus? Or has its youth think that the Holocaust is just a myth? Second Thessalonians 2 suggests such a delusion is sent because there is no love of the truth. This will then cause people to fall for the lies of the Antichrist. Number 9. A COVID-19 Surveillance with Preparation for the New World Order Government intrusion and contact tracing abounded in 2020. People even had to register for church so they could be traced. The goal lines for easing government restrictions, lockdowns, quarantines, and even face masks kept changing. Clearly society is being prepped for the Antichrist. Number 10. The Longing for a Savior With the world in a meltdown mode, millions are looking for just one superhuman person to bring back peace and prosperity. He is waiting in the wings. Most have rejected Jesus Christ, and yet for a short season, they will cheer for the Antichrist. Keep your eye on the Great Reset in 2021, beloved. Recently, World Economic Forum head Klaus Schwab said that they are working on an implantable chip that will read our thoughts. If you think things will return to normal in 2021, please think again. But remember also that the Lord is still on His throne and in complete control. We are safe in Him. And on that note of confidence, we'll pick up next time, beloved. Until then, and as always, I bid you His agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you'd like to receive a CD copy of this message or you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006 or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com Again, that's www.AgapeLightMinistries.com